0: Are you ready to talk baseball? Well, step up to the plate. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime. And here's your host, Walter.
1: Hey, how's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Passion for the Pastime podcast. Again, I am your host, Walter. And on this episode of the podcast, we are going to stay in the great city of Scottsdale, Arizona, the home of your San Francisco Giants, the orange and black. We just got done talking with Susan, so we're going to keep this train going. We're going to be speaking with the play-by-play voice of the San Francisco Giants during the Cactus League. You can listen to them all the time during the week. You'll hear him. You know his name. He also calls the games for the San Jose Giants during the regular season of single A, low A, the great Joe Rizzo. We are going to talk about the Giants this spring, get his takeaway from some of the new faces at camp, but also want to talk to him about familiar faces, and that is familiar faces with Joe Rizzo because they were just in San Jose. Yes, the future of the San Francisco Giants. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Kyle Harrison. We're going to talk about Marco Luciano. We're going to talk about Casey Schmidt. We're going to talk about all these guys because who knows them better than Joe Rizzo? I'll I'll tell you, no one. no, No one knows these guys better than the great Joe Rizzo. So we're going to be talking about all of these young cats at spring training for the San Francisco Giants because they look to be future fixtures of the San Francisco Giants and a key to their success in coming years. So you're going to want to know who these guys are. So we're going to do that on the other side. We're speaking with Joe Rizzo, play-by-play's voice of the San Francisco Giants during the Cactus League and of the San Jose Giants. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime Podcast all right everybody welcome back to passion for the past time podcast i'm your host walter and my next guest is actually down at scottsdale stadium right now checking in on the giants once again this week we're going to be speaking with the play-by-play broadcaster for the san jose giants joe rizzo joe thank you for the time how are you doing today
0: i'm doing well it's been a good day at the uh, the ballpark it's been a nice week i think so far for the giants and uh we're, we're closing in on opening day, so starting to get figured out down here and, and really looking forward to the year ahead.
1: Yeah, I hope the weather is uh, treating you a little better better down there in Arizona. I know it was uh, pretty cold last week, but uh, we're inching closer and closer to the start of the regular season. We just saw Team USA uh, take on the Giants earlier this week, but uh, Joe, I just want to get your uh, your initial thoughts because Michael Conforto went yard again, uh, starting to play the field. He's hit three home. Home runs in spring. Mitch Haniger's out there also making diving catches against Team USA. What can you say uh, is, that, that have been your impressions on the newest Giants outfielders this spring?
0: Yeah, I think the Giants are feeling real good about the, the two outfielders that they brought in. They both look healthy, first and foremost, which is obviously very important for both, given that Conforto didn't play at all last year, coming back from the shoulder injury. Haniger kind of more fluky injuries, but but he didn't get to see the field a ton uh, last season either. So they, they both showed up to camp healthy. Conforto really ahead of schedule in the sense that I don't think the Giants envisioned that he'd be out in the field uh, within two weeks of the start of these Cactus League games. But he, he did play out there and and uh, and looked good out and right. You mentioned Haniger has looked very comfortable. Uh, he's been out there at a corner outfield spot. And look, the Giants still they've got a couple of guys that, when healthy, have a chance to put up some pretty impressive power numbers. I mean, Conforto... When he gets a full season, has been a 25, 30-plus homer guy. Uh, Haniger, I know it was the career year that he had, but it was a 37-homer season, which was his last healthy full year. So the Giants could obviously use that power. I think they feel like they've got power pretty much every position on the field when they're healthy, and they expect to be one of the better home run hitting teams uh, in Major League Baseball this year. And I think that's how the Giants are going to win a lot of games, and both Conforto and Haniger are going to be a big part of that
1: yeah and home runs uh have been coming very slimly for uh, david vr but he did hit one uh against team usa the other night so i just want to get your initial thoughts on vr he's struggling a little bit this spring but uh how much of a leash do you think he has with a guy like casey schmidt someone that you have seen recently in san jose uh starting in sacramento How, how much of a leash do you think vr has to start the year
0: well, I know the organization is really excited about Casey Schmidt and, and everything that, that he brings to the table. He's obviously an outstanding defensive player. They think he could be a, a gold glove caliber player at third, and maybe it could be a short top, too, uh, as someone that could step in at that spot. And he looks very comfortable at the plate. But I think it's important to remember that Casey Schmidt's hardly played above double A. Mm-hmm. He got about a week, 10 days, whatever it was, in triple A at the very end of last season. So... I think there's going to be more seasoning involved for him. He'll get a chance to play third base and, and some short, probably in Triple A at the start of the year. You know what, David Vr with the, what he accomplished last season, the Giants feel like he's earned this opportunity at the major league level. He was a great hitter in Double A two years ago. He was the MVP in the Pacific Coast League in Triple A last season, and he did what he needed to do when he got opportunities in the big leagues last year, especially. Uh, down the stretch, you know, hitting for some power and uh, and providing capable defense at third and and even some at, at first base and maybe even second as well. So David Vr is going to get every opportunity to perform. You know, how long is the leash going to be? Uh, you know, I, I don't I don't know the answer to that, but uh, he's going to play a lot. The Giants want to give him, you know, just the opportunity to, to settle in at the third base position and be in there more often than not. you know, I don't take a whole lot away from the slow start here in the cactus league when it was what, 10, 11 at-bats that he had without a hit. Uh, He had a nice approach in that Team USA game the other day, uh, hitting the home run as the weather warms and then the hitters get their timing down. Uh, I'm sure he'll he'll settle in nicely and, and should be a big part of this team this year.
1: Yeah, David VR love to see him uh, playing in the major leagues. Got caught a lot of them in Sacramento uh, as I do some stuff for the River Cats. So I'm I'm really rooting for him. Uh, Casey Schmidt, all, you know I've seen him uh, in San Jose. I know you've gotten your uh, chance to see him play. D- does he have future Gold Glove written all over him? I think so. I think so. And
0: one of the best third basemans that I've ever seen come through the California league. Um, our, our manager in San Jose that year was, uh, was Len Sakata who uh, played in the big leagues for a number of years and has been a minor league manager and coach for a few decades now. And, and he told me that Casey was the best defensive third baseman that he's ever had as a, uh, as a manager or coach. Uh, so that, that's pretty high praise, especially from a guy that, that played, the big league level at that position, and you know Casey, does everything well defensively. His instincts are, I think, Crawford-like from a, a third base position. He's obviously got a big arm. I mean, he was a closer in college, throwing mid to upper nineties. I mean, he's not pitching anymore, but it speaks to his good arm uh, at the position. I think the question is going to be is going to be the bat. Because the glove can make him a major leaguer for a long, long time. And I think last year was a great step in the right direction for him offensively. It was only his second year as a, as a pro. And he had 21 home runs in know, most of that IA and AA. Uh, he's got a good approach at the plate. He's not afraid to go the other way. He's got some right field and right center power. And, and just doesn't seem overwhelmed right now by his first big league camp. We see it every year, you know, guys come in, young guys from the minor leagues, they're in big league camp for the first time. And, you know, it might take them a few weeks or it might take them an entire month, really, before they really kind of settle in. And and you don't blame them for that. You know, guys that were playing single A or double A a year ago, it's a big step up to play in these Cactus League games. Casey Schmidt doesn't seem phased uh, at all. Uh, especially going up against big league pitching, so so he looks he looks impressive. He looks like he's the the whole package, and and we'll be watching very closely. I'm assuming in AAA to start the year, uh, if he continues to perform well there. He certainly looks like a player that's going to get some Major League time before the year is up.
1: We're talking with Joe Ritzo, play-by-play voice of the San Jose Giants. You can actually hear him um, on MLB.com to listen to uh, Giants games and, and occasionally on the weekends as well. So, uh, Joe, I, we're talking about these young guys uh, through the organization, and there's a lot of them at camp right now. Kyle Kyle Harrison, Casey Schmidt, who we just talked about, Von Brown, Elliot Ramos, Marco Luciano. Uh, and you've seen them recently more so than 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 anyone, so I just kind of wanted to start the conversation about talking about the the, uh, the youth for the Giants with Kyle Harrison. He's had two outings this spring; they haven't been ideal as far as stat line wise. But I mean, who really cares about the stats in in uh, in spring training? <laughs> but but you know, uh, what, what's what's what have you noticed um, with Kyle Harrison? Or is there a difference that you're seeing from the time that you saw him in San Jose? A uh, difference in approach? What, what, what can you uh, tell us about the Kyle Harrison, uh, as of late,
0: I think I see a more refined change up from him uh, now compared to two years ago. And he had a great year in San Jose in 2021. It was his first year. He was 19 years old. He was the pitcher of the year. Yeah. So he, he was spectacular. And he mainly went after it just a fastball and a slider. It's kind of all he needed. Well, we're seeing more of that third pitch, which is going to be so important for him uh, to get big league hitters out two or three times through an order. Uh, so that's been nice to see. Yeah, I wouldn't read too much into the three innings or whatever he's thrown here so far uh, down in Arizona. He'll be just fine. It sounds like he'll start the year in that Sacramento rotation. He'll take the ball every fifth day, and he'll get every opportunity to show uh, what he can do in the Pacific Coast League, which is not an easy place to pitch. I mean, mm-hmm. there are so many great hitters' ballparks uh, as you go around that league. So even in Triple I wouldn't get too, you know, wrapped up in, in the numbers if, if he's given up some home runs. You want to see him go out there. You want to see him compete. You want to see him throw strikes and, you know, make adjustments. That was something that that stood out to me about his time in San Jose. I mean, the the, the skill set that he has, obviously, is, is just outstanding, and it's made him the number one pitching prospect. You know this mid nineties fastball with with late life, a slider which I think is a true plus pitch, and this changeup that is coming along, which looks like a nice third offering. But his ability to to make an adjustment from start to start and even inning to inning, uh, I think really kind of sets him apart. And he just doesn't get phased out there. He he he's kind of got that that big league oratorum to him already, and that's great to see for someone that's already that's only twenty one years old and I can't wait to see what he's going to do this year because they've put together a roster where they've got some nice starting pitching depth. I mean, they're going to open the year with maybe seven starting pitchers on their big league roster and and one or two of those might be pitching out of the bullpen to start the year. So that's great and that you don't have to rush a Kyle Harrison up the big league. He can go to AAA. He can start there and uh, if if he's throwing well, throwing strikes, and a need arises, then then maybe we'll see him up in San Francisco before the year is up. But he could be a special talent and he looks like somebody that that could be a, a frontline starter for this organization at some point down the road.
1: Yeah, the in- anticipation of Kyle Harrison uh, coming to Oracle Park is at an all-time high. Uh, I think even regardless of what he's been doing um, in, in in the Cactus League, but I mean, we, we have to be patient. We have to temper our, uh, our 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 patience a little bit and see when he can finally come up to the big leagues. Because I hope, my hope is that when he does get the call, is that he's here to stay. Uh, Another top prospect, uh, Joe, is Marco Luciano. Um, He has gone through a little bit of an injury uh, here in the Dominican League, so we haven't been able to see him on the field. What is uh, the timetable, do you know, uh, of when we can expect to see him in a game uh, this spring?
0: Well, just this week, they've cleared uh, Marco Luciano for all baseball activities. So he's hitting, he's catching, he's throwing. I mean, he's doing everything they need him to do uh, in workouts, uh, which is great. And uh, they haven't said yet officially when he might get into a Cactus League game. I know Gabe Kapler said a few days ago that that perhaps – at some point that final week. They're not going to rush him back. It was a pretty significant back injury that he sustained last year or last winter uh, playing in the Dominican. But it it sounds like he's well on his way, and he's getting some high praise from the Giants manager. I mean, Gabe Kapler has gone, I think, out of his way in some of these media sessions to, to really talk up Marco Luciano. First of all, physically, how good he looks. Uh, He has come into camp uh, in in great shape. He's obviously a presence. He's got incredible raw power, some of the stuff that you just can't teach uh, young hitters. And just the fact, I think he's also looking more and more comfortable. You know, last year, Marco Luciano was in camp, and he he played quite a bit in some of these spring games and and didn't perform very well. And, you know, we kind of said, well, look, he had not played above A ball yet. He's a super young guy. Uh, let's not let's not rush to any judgment. I think had he been able to play in some more games this spring, we would have seen a different Marco Luciano. Uh, based on the comments of the manager, but yeah, it, it is it's off the charts power. When uh, he was healthy last year in High A, he was one of the best hitters in that league. I expect Double A is going to be. Uh, his his path at the start of this season, which is always a huge, huge test for a young hitter. you know, High A to double A, you're, you're facing a prospect pretty much every night. The Eastern League is is a pitcher's league, uh, especially early in the year when, it, when it's cold and that can suppress the offensive numbers. So if Marco Luciano goes to double A and if he performs well in the first half of the season, uh, I think he's got a chance to get right back on that fast track. Uh, he's still super young, very, very talented. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be a big part of the, the organization's future. Is it going to be a shortstop? Is it going to be a third? Is it going to be the outfield? I don't know. He's been a shortstop so far. Uh, he's got some versatility, but, uh, by all accounts, sounds like he's, he's on the right track. He's getting healthy and I hope we get to see him here in the cactus league. Maybe those last few days before camp breaks.
1: Yeah, I sure hope so. And, uh, you talk about double a, another guy that he may have as his teammate in Richmond is Vaughn Brown. Someone that you, uh, know very well in San Jose last season kind of took the, took the league by storm. Uh, they're calling him a five tool player. The buzz around Devon Brown is, is very high right now. What could you say about Von Brown, uh, as what you've seen in, in spring training.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, Vaughn's got a knee issue right now, so he may be out for a little bit. The Giants just uh, just announced that. that. That That's too bad. I know that was the issue he had at the end of last season. But uh, when we did see him uh, in some of the early games here in the Cactus League, uh, pretty impressive. The guy that I remember in San Jose, I mean, he was the best all-around player, I thought, in the, the half a season he had in San Jose. And I know a little bit older for the league, and and that's kind of maybe what holds some people back. You know, they want to see him in, in kind of a more age-appropriate setting, uh, which he'll have a little bit more in Double A once he's healthy again and ready to go. But uh, I think it was his first start, first or second start he had in a game here in Arizona this spring, and he hit an opposite-field home run to right. And it's the swing and it's the approach that I remember. Blonde brown having in San Jose. I mean, I I think it was almost half of his home runs went the opposite way last year. Just tremendous raw power. And yeah, I mean, he can do everything on a baseball field. He can can, uh, run around and and catch a fly ball. I mean, he can play all three outfield positions. He's got an above-average arm, obviously the power and the speed. I mean, he stole 44 bases last year in the minor leagues and only got caught six times. So uh, it's, it's an exciting skill set, and hopefully these knee issues aren't uh, a big issue for him, and he can get back out there at some point. And if he's a teammate of Marco Luciano in AA uh, when the minor league season starts, that's going to be a, a must-watch middle of the order uh, for that Richmond team.
1: Yeah, definitely a lot of optimism uh, looking forward to, to the the future of the Giants, but also uh, the new guys as well who we mentioned earlier, Michael Conforto and Hanniger. I mean, there's just a lot of optimism this time of year uh, for the Giants. So, Joe, really appreciate you taking the time to break down our, the youth movement of the Giants. Hopefully uh, they, they all make it up to the big leagues at some point. And uh, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And enjoy the Cactus League. All right. Appreciate it, uh, Walter. Uh, Anytime. Always great to chat with you. All right. And there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the great Joe Ritzo live from the Cactus League from Scottsdale Stadium, breaking it all down, looking at the future of this Giants team and looking at some good positives that we can expect in the 2023 season. So again, I hope you guys enjoyed that episode of the podcast. I sure did. It's a lot of fun catching up with Joe Ritzo and we'll do it throughout the season. uh, As we possibly get a, a Reggie Crawford out there in San Jose, the two way next show. Hey, all right. All right. That's enough. That's enough of the rhyming. That's enough. (laughs) okay. All right. You're done. You're done with me. It's over. We're done. This is a great podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed this one again. Go ahead and subscribe. Follow, send to your friends, spread the word because we are going to keep pumping out these podcasts every single week for the rest of the season. Spring training is in full swing. We got more coming at you. Next week, we will go ahead and take a look uh at the Grapefruit League. We'll go look at the east side of the country. We'll go on over to Florida, and we might even dabble in a little bit of WBC because we got some great baseball out there. The Dominican Republic and Team Puerto Rico loaded with major league talent. So we are definitely going to get some, uh, some insight on that next week. So you guys have a good one, be safe, and I will talk to you next time.